0: You know, you hear a lot of players that want to prove people wrong, prove the doubters wrong, all the teams that didn't pick him. It was more so for me it was proving the people that had belief in me, prove them right. Put the time in, put the effort in, and show them that they they did that for a reason. No one's ever lucky. I, mean, I think the only lucky get in life is where you're born, and then you make the rest.
1: Stick around. It's going to be a good ride. I'll take your time, Dan.
2: Make your time, mate. We can just talk about the cat. We can talk about the cats all day. We can if we want. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to. Mate, I've got one of my idols in here. <laughs> oh, no. I oh, know. That. Pretty, pretty pumped. Well, it was a special. We know you'd had a big year, so we thought let's get him someone who, uh, you know what I mean. I like yeah. your, I like your t-shirt you this
1: week. It's the first week. First week. You're
2: still in no colour again. <laughs> you can see, we're
3: neutral. Well, you've so, jumped. You've jumped on board. Well, I have. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> thought Benny was going to wear a colour today, but no.
2: Nah. I Nearly did. Really <laughs> did. Next week, surely we can get a bit more, um, better preamble than the old colour of the t I
3: know. Okay, mate. I'm I'm pumped. I'm excited. Nervous. All right. Well, let's get into it. We've got you know, we've got one of the greats coming in. Yeah, I agree. Got a few stats too. I agree. Yeah, I've got a few stats.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. All right. <laughs> Welcome back to the pot, everyone. We are the Little Fish, and we speak to the big fish about town each and every week. We talk property development, mindset, business, investment, all that sort of stuff. So please keep listening and viewing wherever you're doing it from. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends. Anyone who's going to get value out of this, please loop them in. Um, Let's get straight into it, guys. Hollywood, this is a special one for you. As we touched on, Are you a bit excited over there, mate. I thought you, I am. Did you? Did you? Did you bring your autograph book in today, <laughs> yeah, mate? I got, 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 got him covered, mate. <laughs> I got oh, him
3: covered. you go. Mate.
2: So you're prepared, oh, mate. Yeah. Beautiful. You need something bigger than this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe on your chest, mate. Get a yeah, signature yeah, yeah, yeah. on your chest. Get it tattered. He's a he's a three time <laughs> AFL All Australian, Geelong B and F winner, significant leader down there at the cattery. He's a proud dad and he knows a thing or two about swinging a hammer. Tom Stewart, yeah, Tommy. come on now, Got mate! And just on that three-time All Australian—that's only in five years. Wow, I—I I, I wanted to have that in the, uh, in the, in the wrap-up, but I need to be more concise. So yes, I'm yeah. glad you touched <laughs> on. It that. was
3: five years,
0: wasn't it?
2: Yes, three it and was. five, three
3: and
0: five. Yeah, never been done. Uh, has twice before Peter Matera and oh. Gavin Wanganeen. Nice, oh, oh, wow. A of names. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And Tom I mean, Stewart found that out middle of the year, which was um. I mean, didn't like any more of a fire than playing well, <laughs> but to be in those name lights is, is pretty special. Yeah.
3: And also, Pete, you forgot Kaji Greave, medalist to winner.
2: Geelong BNF, I called it. Oh, I, I didn't I did think everyone knew Kaji uh, Grieve. Yeah. yeah, it would have yeah. lost me. But yeah, sorry, Kaji. So the Kaji Grieve medalist as well, yeah. And missed the last how many games and still won?
0: Six. Who
2: who comes second, Tom? Huh? Jack Henry. Oh. Made him by two that, votes. That's encouraging. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Up and comer.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. So drafted in the same year, play next to each other. Oh, so it was okay. Pretty...
2: Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Well, I'm am fi- still five years older than him. so <laughs> oh, yeah. He okay. is an
0: up and comer. <laughs> yeah. I'm an old bloomer. <laughs> late bloomer. Years, late is, bloomer. He is young, but um, no, it was awesome. Obviously, uh, pre-record on the night, but I didn't know how close the count actually was. So seeing the final leaderboard and I pipped him by two votes. It was um, it was pretty special. Um, would have been awesome if it was a tie. I would have been stoked to share that with Jack.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting exciting for both well thanks for uh, thanks for coming on Tom thanks for having me for, um, yeah yeah so it's it's, it's it's exciting we're um, you know we really excited to have you on us you know which which you touched on coming in a bit later you know doing a few other things you know early on in that career but you know still having that drive to, to you know three all Australians and that sort of thing so a little bit of the road less traveled but we thought we'd started out um, which we touched on earlier you know you're playing at the Falcons. And 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 you you know, you told us you wanted to make AFL when you were sixteen, seventeen. But then maybe that fire, you know, you lost that a bit and then just talk us through the Falcons and then obviously go on to play on play sort of local country footy.
0: Yeah, so um I was playing sort of I moved to Geelong when I was fourteen, um, like from Mansfield, north east Victoria, so a good country lad, but
2: beautiful part of the world. Oh man,
0: I uh, was lucky enough my dad lived in Geelong and our house backed onto South Barn Footy Club and just on the off chance I went down there for a kick and they asked me to train and as a kid I ended up just playing there and um, made the move down to live with dad and um, got invited to play in the Falcons under 15 squad and from there sort of just gradually um, kept playing and, and kept kept improving kept performing but as you said when I was 18 I, I knew I was no chance um, I sort of went back to South Barwon and, and uh, played in a, a junior premiership there and then ended up playing two senior senior premierships as well so um, had some, some success at South and then yeah, was lucky enough had my number called the VFL and then in the AFL as well so it's it's a pretty well documented story but it's as it's simple as that really.
2: Yeah 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 that's that's awesome so you were just playing playing country footy you know aspirations were simply to do your best on a sat day and try and win a flag? Yeah it was it was as simple as that. Um,
0: I had a lot of really close mates obviously at South Barwon so when things were working for me at the Falcons sort of mid to the end of the year I just decided to go back full time at South and, and play under 18 footy um, and that was that was all my motivation was to play footy was to just play with my mates I wasn't taking it seriously at all and if you look back on some old photos I definitely had a tradie <laughs> diet and a few beers on a Saturday <laughs> night but I've come a long way since then but uh, that, that was what footy was for me um, it was a, a, a Tuesday, Thursday night at the club and it was a social thing and I was playing football uh, just with my mates and that was all I sort of had the aspiration of was just to to play at South, at that point in time.
2: Yeah, yeah, awesome. So, so obviously there was a shift somewhere. Was. Some, something happened, and and you were having your beers and your pies and all that sort of stuff. And <laughs> nothing <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> too big pie nights. <laughs> yep. Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, very, very familiar. <laughs> um, but then obviously something something changed. Something changed inside you to to be like, all right, I'm only training Tuesday, Thursdays, and playing. Obviously you had to you had to do something. Or change what you were doing and 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 it's you know resulted in you know getting drafted so. yeah
0: it, it it took a long time for me to sort of to realize that and obviously um Matthew Scarlett you know well decorated Geelong legend mm-hmm. um had a soft spot for South Bar and had some friends there that played and, and some schoolmates that, that grew up at the club and um I played in the premiership in 2012 um Without Scarlo, and then in 2013 he decided to come down after he retired and and play with us as well, which was obviously for a young person, no matter how uh, keen or involved in footy you are, to see a legend like Scarlo come down to your local club was like, holy shit! Like this is like an icon of football. Yeah, we played in a flag together. Um, He's quite a recluse character. He didn't have much to say to a lot of the young players, but um, to to play with him in in a local flag is something that. I'll reflect on for the rest of my life. It's one of the, the best moments. And then he decided to coach the following year, um, in twenty fourteen. Um, and then in twenty fifteen, I, I remember clear as day, he sat me down in one of the back sheds at South with, with our other co coach, Warwick Nucky, and said, Look, mate, if you don't pull your finger out, you're gonna be playing twos next week. Ooh, oh, so it wow. was gonna go going the other way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I was he, he put it on me and said, like, like, what are you doing? You will be playing twos football. No time. pies this Thursday. No, pies, like, <laughs> yeah. no fun. Like I'm, I'm playing the twelve o'clock game, like midday. Yeah. He's on and the and party was, pies this yeah. week, boys. And, was, and that was um, just a shock. Like, yeah, I, I'd, I'd played in senior flags. I'd, I'd played. I'd never missed a game, barring injury.
1: And you still had no aspirations at that point. Nah. When you were eighteen, you were like, you never really thought you were, or had a dream or thought you'd play AFL. And even at that point, you were still weren't thinking AFL. like Nah,
0: just, not at all. Yep. Not at all. So then. From that moment, um, I just knuckled down and just started to, well, back then I was, I was a lockdown fullback. I'd play in the best forward every week. Um, that was my role on the team. And that was as, as far as I, I sort of had myself going forward and then I ended up playing interleague with Scarlo. I think that was either 2014 or 2015 and then played in the senior Vic country team um, and won the best on ground medal in that game. So that was when I started to sort of realise that I could actually like play the game Good. at a high level. Um, and then from there, Troy Salwood from the the VFL program gave me a call and invited me down um, to train over the summer. And my thought process was that if I go down and, and train hard and I don't even get picked, at least I'll go back to South Fitter in a better space and be at least able to help my local club at a higher capacity. So that was that was my aspiration at that at that point. And they signed me pre Christmas and. Um, I played every game that year.
1: And how many years in the AFL did you end up? I oh, oh, started in the AFL. VFL. Just one. I oh, just so one just and then won. boom. Yeah,
0: Gee, so yeah. And so after, I think it was around thirteen or fourteen. I had a meeting with Stephen Wales, Stephen Hawking, and, and Troy, and um, they told me that they were keen on me. They were going to draft me. Wow. Um, yeah. Sort of. They they sat me down and I, I needed a shoulder reconstruction. I'd been playing with a bung shoulder for a few years, and they said we'll we'll put you in for surgery. We'll, we'll hide you from the rest of the comp. And I was very stubborn, and I thought. I want to win a flag at VFL level we had a really successful team <laughs> the AFL team was going really well so they were playing they played off in a prelim and, and obviously lost to Hawthorne that year but we were really really going well we were top of the ladder most of the year and I was just like and they're hard to win aren't they yeah, exactly I'd tasted seeing success as a 19 20 year old I was like well what if we win another one at VFL level and I was very close to ending up in at Fremantle. Um I was one pick away Ooh. I had some really serious conversations Geelong had picked 40 Fremantle had picked 41 and it could have could have gone the other way for me, and um, the that's rest scary. The that's that, very mate, scary. Well that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it could have ended uh, <laughs> <countries>. <laughs> up A few sweat wow. beads yeah, on yeah. Hollywood. I'm sure
3: lucky that didn't happen. <laughs> I, I guess I, mean, I want to go back to that that moment where they said they dragged you in, Walsie, Hocking, and Troy, um, and said that they're gonna they're gonna pick your head at that field because as a 16, 17 year seventeen-year-old, you thought those dreams were pretty much done. Well, they weren't even a dream, were they? they? No, they weren't, weren't even a
0: dream. No, they yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, it was. It was it was genuinely surreal. Yeah. I remember because like obviously me and Scarlett had quite a, a strong relationship. He said um, early in that week, well, he wants to meet with you. I was like,
1: what for? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why does he want to do that? Like,
0: he's like, now nah, that like they would just want to have a chat and see where you're at with everything. And I remember having that conversation and then going and doing some recovery and sitting in the spa, just like like that. Surely didn't just happen. And you were chippy. Um, you were a chippy at the time. I was time. chippy. Yeah, I was a chippy. Yes, I was working happy um, chippy week. Yeah, I was just like that. Was That was I thought the smartest thing to do was just get a trade and at least have a cert- like certification behind myself and so yeah I was working five days a week and then training and weights every other night just trying to get myself fit and strong and um, yeah it was, it was was I still remember it clear as day sitting in the spa and I went underwater and I was just like surely this is a dream like I'm going to wake up and <laughs> What's going this is actually happening and yeah. obviously from from there on um, my goal was just to keep improving and um, just learn as much as I can and, and if I played one game I would have been stoked
3: it's incredible, isn't it? I mean yeah. uh, most of us out there we, we do the nine or five or seven or three. Go play for your local footy club, never think that it's gonna happen and then it's happened to you, mate. It's pretty yeah. impressive. And and oh, I mean back then even then, it was hard to get drafted when you're what were you, twenty three?
0: Yeah, I was twenty two in the VFL 22 I when I got drafted,
3: yeah. Didn't really happen much back then.
0: It didn't. Uh, it's, it's Geelong
1: was known for it though, wasn't it? Because yeah. they had in 2000, I can't remember his name. Pods Yadley?
0: Pods Yadley, yeah.
1: Yeah, he came in and he was the mature age that just tore the competition apart.
0: Yeah, mm. it, it, it has become a lot more common, um, which I think is really pleasing. So that my year, actually, there was, there was three of us that were mature ages from the VFL, yep. like from our Geelong VFL team. So myself, Tim House and Ryan Abbott, who were all local boys. Sorry, Ryan was a local boy, Tim was from Perth. But like, it sort of started that, that trend of getting ready-made players to come in and play a role, which um, I've always got a soft spot all throughout the league to see blokes come in and, and play well yeah. from, from the VFL program especially because it is such a well-run competition. Yeah. It's brilliant.
3: So so then where does the belief come? Like you've – I guess you get drafted, you go on to a Geelong who are a successful organisation coming in, you come from South and How do you have that belief, self-belief, that I'm going to go into this club and, and, and make it, I guess? That's –
0: uh, Just especially like when it was ne- yeah, especially yeah.
3: like when it was never like part of the plan. You know, he's I on mean? the tools. He's swinging the hammer, <laughs> and then next minute he's going to be running around with salwood and you yeah, know, folks yeah. like that.
0: Yeah.
1: So um, you yeah. obviously didn't realise how good you were, but guys like Scarlo start. They saw something in you that others, including yourself, didn't see. Is that would yep, that be accurate?
0: Very accurate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I knew I could play footy to a point, but I didn't quite understand the the scope for my improvement. Um obviously getting myself fit and getting myself strong right. and healthy was was a big part of that. But a lot of it was belief in myself. Um I was uh well I'll come back to your point, Dan, like playing in the VFL put me in really good stead because I was playing against AFL players every week. Oh,
3: true. Yeah. You know, I was yeah. playing
0: against those those players who were either coming back from injury or those young players who had may have been a first round draft pick last like the year right. prior. So that gave me a lot of confidence. Um, playing on and, and beating some of those players and you were
1: elite you were at the top of the competition in yeah, the yeah like, we were well. a really good team mm-hmm. so yeah.
0: I was quite that, that gave me a lot of belief but yeah. I and coming to when I got drafted I had a shoulder reco so I had to go back to square one again Yeah, so right. I came from a shoulder reconstruction I didn't train with the main group until January so I was just really impatient I just wanted to get out there and I'd just try and learn by watching and just being amongst the group yeah. and just wanting to be the best as, as quickly as I could that was, that was my mindset initially was just do everything I could to be the best player I can that day or that session or that game. Um, and I played some crap games early in my career. Mm. Uh, my second game, I got absolutely teared up by Christian Petrarca, mm. but I just wanted to learn and just continue to get better. I just wanted to – I knew I had such a small amount of time in the game, so I just wanted to not wait for the next moment. I wanted to be the best I could right now.
3: It's a common theme there, isn't it? We also heard um, the doc – Tell us about Petrarca as well. He, he's When he trains, he wants to be the winner on the training track every time, similar to what you just said then. Yeah, the on. results come, and I guess that's in anything you do in life. If, if you don't put the the hours and yards in, it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that's just from a football perspective. I had an opportunity every day to just incrementally get better. Yeah. And I think that's no different to, to life. Some yeah. days you are going to go backwards, and you're going to have lessons and things that you have to learn to grow. But if you're trying to improve every day and, and move forward, um, you, you, you you, you're gonna surprise yourself with how far you can go. Mm. Mm.
2: Yeah, and it's all it all come from nearly getting dropped to the twos. Yeah, you know, like that's <laughs> it. twelve o'clock
0: yeah. South Yeah. yeah. And, and, and for me, like it's it's quite nice to sit here and reflect because you do get caught up in the whirlwind of the footy world. Everything moves so quickly, and you know you're onto the next story or the next big ticket item. So it's nice for me to sit back five years in and and just reflect and. Not pat, never pat myself on the back, but just it is. It's people tell me how cool my story is, but until I actually yeah. verbalize it, like mm. it doesn't quite make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just the way I've lived and it's just my life at the moment. I can yeah. tell
3: you as a cat supporter, it's bloody cool, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got the vision of you in the semi final against Sydney running uh, that ball from the back line down the wing. Yeah, how good I've would it have never made have yelled, it up? never yelled more in my life. <laughs> easy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never yelled more. I was at the ground, everyone could hear me. It was unbelievable. <laughs> You're a passionate supporter. Oh, yeah. and you,
1: you, When they oh, lose, sorry. it affects yeah, yeah. you as much as it probably does the players. Oh, yeah, probably. probably. I'd argue. <laughs> probably does. But I've got a question about Scarlo. So what do you think Scarlo saw in you that you didn't see or that no one else saw to really sort of give you that confidence to start opening your eyes to what was possible? sort of? And, and by the sounds of it, it sounds like he probably went in and had a bit of a bat for you as well, you know, and sort of said – to check this guy out, mate. He's, yeah, he's definitely.
2: Um, and also, quick, like Scarlo doesn't seem like the type that he's yeah. off, off and everyone. He <laughs> yeah, sees. exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sounds like he's like, not even talking to like, him by the time. Drawing blood from a stone. So you've yeah, you've you've been able to pop out enough for him to go. You know what? I'm going to make an effort here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I still. I mean, we've had conversations over the time, and obviously our relationship. We we had all those conversations, but he just told me that um, he saw me do things at local level that he hadn't seen some of his AFL teammates do. Mm-hmm. Um, beating people, beating two people. Like My game is based on just winning contests. And he said that's the my my biggest strength is being able to win a contest. Um, and having that base um, for my game personally just gave me just great confidence. And that's Scarlett who's probably that's, the same type of game.
1: Yeah, he, right? yeah, like yeah, he, he didn't mind
0: winning a contest. Well, he's yeah. the king of it, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. He played on and beat the best. Like Absolutely. He was... And, and to hear that from a again from a person of his stature like how could I not have confidence in myself so
1: instantly yeah it confidence, just it yeah. just
0: it just gave me somewhere to to aspire to to and and you know you hear a lot of players that want to prove people wrong prove the doubters wrong all the teams that didn't pick him it was more so for me it was proving the people that had belief in me prove them right mm. put the time in put the effort in and show them that they they did that for a reason so that was that was one of the big driving um, values that I had from when I first started. Was just to prove those people who wanted to see me succeed, like to actually
2: succeed. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of people use different motivations to to do what they do. We all have our own motivations, but yeah, I, I was I was intrigued to think what what your motivation were, and I I had an inkling that potentially it was to, to to reward the people that backed you. Yeah. To to say hey, you were right.
0: Yeah, and not only Scarlett but like even my partner, like my yeah, wife now, like of course. the the sacrifices she made, like. I'd be
1: still doing this fucking footy thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 She's still. I'd rather you get the double bubble on a sackie.
0: But at the same time, like, she's seen, like, she sacrificed for me as much as I have for her. She's, like, you know, had weekends where she'd want to go out and socialise and do things. And I've had to be, you know, out doing recovery or playing and trips away and interstate trips. So she sacrificed as much as I have. And it's, again, being able to provide for my family now. And, and, um, give us room to grow and have a great life is like my main motivator now. So mm-hmm. things obviously change and manipulate like the older you get and becoming a father, like everything's changed again. So being yeah. able to be flexible and adapt and, and know what my values are is, is, huge for me.
2: Yes. And then, then those motivations, you had them and, and, and they evolve through our careers, don't they? You yeah. know, so so like you said, you just you know purchased the house, so you've you've upgraded the house, and you've been able to do all this based on you know what you're doing in your career and rewarding your partner.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and to to sit here at 28 and be able to say I've done that is is really awesome for me to yeah. provide for my family is is my number one goal now.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Do you want to um like last year you guys were in the hub? Yep. You know the cuts went deep. Yep. into the yeah. you know they played. Yeah. you know, sorry, but i not, not, not deep enough. <laughs> uh, played in, big dance, big, <laughs> big dance, big dance. Um, but yeah, you, obviously you guys played played in the uh the grand final, and you had your first child, first boy. Yep. Shout out Arthur, Arthur, yeah, Arthur. yeah little Arthur, yeah. Um, and he was a week or two after the grand final. Four days, for four days, wow. four days, yeah. four days after yeah. the grand final. So that would have been a pretty hectic time. Um, yeah, yeah give us a bit of. Round, would you have played
1: grand final day?
0: What? Uh, so I'll give you a bit of background. So when we obviously got shipped off to Queensland, um, <laughs> again, I was injured. I'm injured a lot. <laughs> well, you are. You're there. old, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I broke my collarbone. So I broke my collarbone the week leading up to, to flying out. So I had we, as a family, had made the decision that I'd go by myself um, to be able to rehab and really focus on myself and would come at a later point. Um, em flew up. She was 20, I want to say around 25, 26 weeks pregnant, maybe a little bit earlier. But at 30 weeks, we found out that Arthur had a heart condition in utero. So we found out in the pregnancy that obviously he had something going on. So uh, we were very close to pulling the pin and going home before the season had even finished, um, because of the condition and because of we had no support overseas around. But we we're on a roll. Like we'd come yeah. over from Perth. I think we were on six or seven straight. We were we were flying. So I was like, I was torn. I was genuinely torn. Um, decided to stay. Um, decided to have the baby in Queensland and then obviously we planned it perfectly if the season was normal but everything had been pushed back 6 or 7 weeks and yeah um due date was the week of that's wild the week after sorry the week after mm. the grand final and <laughs> we put in contingencies and you know m's if M, m's going to come to the game she's pregnant I'll find it after and we'll, and it was really close like I, I probably wouldn't have played mm. um to be honest with you I think I'm so glad I didn't have to make that decision. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'll It's probably, probably the one
1: thing, isn't it? Yeah, that it's you go, the you know, only thing.
0: Only the thing only thing, yeah. yeah. And yep. especially because of knowing that he had a, a, a condition um, pre, made it a lot easier for me to say, look, that that's my number one. That's yes, my thing. Right but um, luckily, uh, he stayed in. Obviously, we lost, which was mm. crap. But um, yeah, I had him four days later. Can we In talk
1: the- about that loss? Like the like how, how that felt? Like you've been obviously <laughs> yeah. been part of super City. it's crazy I want how the like, flags Yeah, as well. but, but you yeah, Junior, South Wally, yeah, Like yeah. I played um footy all my life and never played in a grand never put the boots on in a grand final you know we were close played prelims all that kind of stuff and it sounds like you've gone from success to success sounds like you're a big part of why they were successful (laughs) as well common denominator yeah Yeah, quite a bit of a common denominator (laughs) but yeah the failure like you know how how did that feel and you know there's probably something different you weren't used to and what more importantly what individual lessons do you think you got and and team ones that you sort of spoke about
0: Yeah, so losing a grand final was something I had experienced before. Um, I lost one when I was 18 in 2011 at South. We lost a (laughs) – it's funny because we were up by six goals at three-quarter time and lost in 2011 at local level and then Mm. half-time against Richmond, up by four goals and got rolled. So um, I had had that feeling before, not on that, obviously, the grandeur of that stage, but I was devastated for about 12 hours and then i got the ability to move on hmm. i could shift my attention to i'm going to have a kid in 3 days i'm going to be a father yeah, yeah. i was extremely lucky and fortunate because i had something to look forward to that was going yeah. to change my life in a positive way but um that that broke that broke me for a, a, yeah it still it still haunts me like i could move on in the in the short term but to get that close and lose um yeah it was it's it's still like it, I get chills like thinking about it, like it, it it's devastating.
3: Yeah. yeah. but I mean, Benny mentioned, uh, like you said, failure. I don't see that season as a failure. Like yeah, you guys, what you had to do, you had to shift your lives to a different state or a couple of states, perform week in, week out, not living a normal life. And you still made a grand final and, and could have won it. So did, did the club look at that as a success? I mean, yes, we did can get the flag, but it's pretty good effort.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we, we learnt and grew a lot as a football club and as a football as a playing group in that year um, being able to live with Joel and Pat and Hawk and, and these sorts like Gary Ablett the things that he went through like we grew so much and I think every club did mm. being able to be away for that extended period but um, in terms of like, me- like where do you measure success? Yeah. Like is, is your measurement yardstick like you've won because if you measure success on that there's 17 failures every year. Yeah. You know? yeah. So um, personally, I saw it as a failure because like, that's why you play footy. Yeah. But I can also understand the rationale behind, you know, as you said, all the the speed humps and all the things we had to overcome to get to that point, it's, you can sort of understand the reasoning behind saying it's successful, but um, personally I still see it as a failure. Um, I'm sure a lot of blokes would have seen it as a success and, we're lucky at Geelong because we compete every year. Yeah. We play off every year. And, and that is a successful club outside the, the premiership. Mm. Um, But yeah, I still... It still leaves a bit of taste in my mouth. Yeah, it's such
3: an interesting one, isn't it? Because I see our club as success. I say ours. I mean, I'm just a supporter, but anyhow. It's it, it, but it, like, it's like I, a half pivot club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like we're it's a successful club. Yes, we haven't won a flag for what nine years, 10, 11 years. 10 years. But always there competing, that's success to me because- Well, it's a successful giving, culture for sure. Yeah, you're giving the members. Every year we're excited. We know there's a chance and that's success. You, you're bringing enjoyment to these people. Whereas you look at other clubs and other supporters. Supporters and you know you're not a chance, it, spot yeah, on. Like yeah. it's,
0: that's, yeah. Every day, every day wanna play for a club that competes every year. Yeah. Um I've said this publicly many times like and as a football club, we don't believe in going back to the draft and, mm. and dipping the feet in there and trying to start again. Like we're gonna front up every year, we're gonna have a crack and we're gonna try and win a flag. Because so that, there's no, that, side, no
1: rebuilds, nothing.
0: I don't I think I think we've shown that we can rebuild on the run.
1: Well they bring in the mature mm. age yeah. like yourself, Pods <laughs> Adley back there. but yeah, yeah, Pods- like, back in the
0: but, Like we are so lucky because we've had such a great group of people who have driven that for well before I was at the club that have just like, this is why you play footy is to compete. And every, every club really wants to compete, but we're so lucky because we do genuinely get to have a crack every year. And like, it is, it's, it is the epitome of why you play sport is to win. Um, and we're so lucky. Is that the
1: leadership down there? Like what? what? Um,
0: I, I think it's, we had an era that was or a generation of players that were successful. We, we understand we're sort of in that crossover phase where there's a few that are still left and, and understand what it takes to succeed. And, and they're teaching us on the run, like Joel and Hawk and, and the like are, are teaching us how to be successful, what you have to live day to day. And it like, they're obviously coming to the end, but we're starting to take over. And it's, it's just when you see some of the names on the walls and, and the premiership cups, it, it, it gives you that drive every day to just want to win one. Like, it is – it's, it's – to have it there right in front of you, it's it's just that aspiration. It's just that goal.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. What um, – like, you're in a successful organisation. What do you see? Like, you see some older players, younger players, players coming in, players leaving. What do you – you know, what are the high performers down there at the Cats? What do you see? And, you know, yourself being one of them as well and the staff down there. What what do they do, you know, day in, day out? Why are they successful? Um, I think for Geelong, they're always asking – like the
0: whys, like the if, if there's a question in front of them, it's like okay, why is that like in front of us right now? Why are we in this moment? Yeah, always asking a bit more of yourself as well, trying to put yourself out there. As, as you said, like for failure, you see, like sometimes you are going to put yourself out there and go to the wolves and, and lose. Mm. And um, I think we have such great people in those positions. Like like obviously there's Joel, who's an icon of the Footy Club and one of the best captains ever. Who if you're not trying to learn off him. Like, what are you actually doing? Mm-hmm. Like, from a playing standpoint, from myself, as from a leadership standpoint, like, if I'm not trying to get little bits from him the way he learned from Scarlo or Corey mm-hmm. Enright or James Kelly, like, before him, if I'm not trying to implement what they've done because they have been successful, then, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to grow. I'm not trying to leave the place in a better spot than when I got here. Yeah, yeah. And that was, that was one of the things that I took is – when I first got to the club, Joel's biggest mantra was you've got to leave it in a better place than you got here.
2: Mm.
0: And that's that's something to easily, like that's a tangible that you can hang your hat on. If you are if you leave the club and it's gone backwards and I haven't done my job, mm-hmm. I haven't left it in a better place for the Jack Henrys or the, the Sam DeConnings or the next generation that are coming through. And, and that's where it's easy for me because I can see that. I can see Joel doing it. I can see Pat doing it. Mm. So I want to be that next one for that next generation mm. can say okay I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to Suey yeah. I'm gonna try and do what he does
2: yeah
0: because I've learned from some of the best so I'm lucky but I I want that for for the next guys coming through for the guys who are getting drafted tonight yeah. like I want them to see me and say I can learn from him. yeah we may not win but at least I can be a better person and a better player because of knowing yeah like me or Joel or like and these likes. they're, they're the things that I I value mm. and that's why I think we're successful.
3: That, that, that's i just jump in. that's one of the best answers I've heard yeah, that's um, pretty good the why yeah. and we always say that in our organisation why are we doing this yeah. and for me it's about building a home for someone who's probably spent or they've saved their whole life for this home so I'm going to renovate it to the best of my ability give them more than what they want and that's the why that's why I do my company The boys have their why so that's to hear that, why Geelong are asking that to the players? Why are we here? Why are we doing this? Yeah, it's an incredible answer.
2: Yeah, spot on. And taking that responsibility of like you've got these amazing, you know, these, you know, these these guys are big time. You know, Joel and yeah, and you know, Patty and these guys, and going, you know what, boys. I'm going to learn off you, and then I'm going to take that baton. Yeah. You, you guys will go, yep. and I'll and 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 I'll take that responsibility. Their legacy
1: on. lives on through through you guys and, and
2: yeah. down the line. Yeah, yeah. And you put your hand up and go, "I want to be one of those guys." Like, there's what 40 people on a list. Yeah, 40. You know, you know. So you go, "Well, I want to be the next Joel or the next Patty. You know, that's that's a um, you know, it's a good it's a good it's a good way to good good. Way and to and that's
0: just my that's my personal opinion. Like that's mm, yeah, I'm different to everyone else. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and then I think that's another big part of it as well is being able to be flexible and, and fluid and, and know what certain people need mm. like I'm different to to Ray Stanley I'm different to Zach Tui. like yeah. everyone has their own little things that they can add Yeah. but if you're all sort of in that common mold of like let's just try and get better mm. let's try and leave this place better it's going to put you in pretty good stead and whether, you, whether you win yeah whether you win flags or not like mm. you're going to leave the place uh, richer than poorer yeah. in a yeah. sense
2: yeah, 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 so, yeah, hundred percent. So you're over here focusing on these things. Obviously, like you said, success, failure, whether it's a grand final, but you know your core motivators day in day out are over here. He's rocking up to the club, yeah, training the house down and trying to support everyone around you and leave the place in a better, better place than you got there that day. Yeah, and I
0: think like the 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 world of footy is changing as well. You got to have like the the relationships with. People in the organisation because it's not just the playing group. You got to understand it's the staff, it's the board, it's the it's the executive level. Like you've got to be across not across everything, but you've got to understand that it's not just me kicking a ball mm-hmm. that makes this club successful. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's from the CEO down, and you've got to be able to sort of adapt and and respect the people amongst the organisation because the Geelong Footy Club is going to be around long after I'm gone. Mm-hmm. So. That's, that's just my – that's what I think anyway. It, it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. But that's just what I think.
2: Yeah, but it's a great way to look at it because, you know, you guys are the stars. You guys are the stars. You know, you're, you're, you're on the TV every weekend. But like you said, there's so many people behind you that, that help you do what you do and create an atmosphere and a culture, you know, who, who fill the lockers and, and fill the drink bottles and all that sort of thing. So so that, that attitude to, to appreciate that they're there doing their bit – and they're just imp- as, you know, just as important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then that for myself, like I, I came in older, so I sort of understood that um, a bit better than some of these young kids, but you sort of got to upskill them straight away. You got to understand that like the footy club doesn't re- revolve around you. Like you're here to service the football club. Yeah. You're here to perform for the jumper. Like this is yeah. what you're here for.
1: You had a bit of a unique uh, situation though, because you, you, know, you completed <laughs> an apprenticeship as a chippy, so you got that perspective of what it's like to go out and work, you know, five six days a week to to earn a wage to to make a living sort of thing. So I guess you go into the club with that perspective. But there's younger elite kids that may not, you know, probably didn't work at Priceline or or, or at McDonald's <laughs> or whatever <laughs> because you know because they were too busy being elite, you know, yeah. and and people telling them how good they were, and and that's yeah. the bubble that they've sort of been in. So coming in and to have sort of wiser guys like yourself that can sort of give them a bit more perspective I think you know
0: yeah and and you can't like hold that against them either because they, exactly. they don't know what you don't know, know what you don't know yeah, if you exactly. don't know yeah spot right on that, that my experiences are different to their experiences and I've got to like I've got to learn from them as well I've got to learn what they've been through and learn what they have to say because again they're probably going to be here after I'm gone so I can learn from the, the number 24 pick tonight as much as I can learn from Joel like mm. Joel's played obviously a million games and done everything in the league <laughs> but I can still learn somebody else's story and try and upskill him and make him better.
2: Yep. Yeah. Spot on. Because I guess you've come through as sort of the underdog, you know, or you know, South Barwon premierships, interleague, BFL, AFL, like going through like that. And then these other guys come through, and they're like up here, and they're like, well, you should do that. You should do that. You should do that. You're elite. You're elite. You're elite. And that comes with its own sort of pressure as well. So, yeah, appreciating what everyone's going through and helping them through it. Yeah, absolutely. A big part of it. Absolutely.
3: I kind of want to still dive into the culture around the Cats. Um, from the outside looking in, it feels like, and being a Madge along support, it feels like we have a great culture. I'm just trying to understand, like, what is there something common? Like, you can't just create culture, I guess. Like, uh, is it just because of these that early 2000s team? Did winners, they create that culture, that winning, winning like? culture?
0: Yeah, I mean. It's a hard one, yeah, isn't it's it? It's a hard question yeah. to answer because, like what, is, like, what is culture?
1: Oh, we've been trying to figure <laughs> yeah, that out every <laughs> fucking week. We're yeah, trying yeah, to figure exactly. that so, out, know, so so That's why we're here. Yeah, so for, yeah. for
0: a footy club, it's, I feel as though, like, you hear the media, oh, Richmond have got a great culture. Are they, is their culture, like, have they got a great culture because they've won three of the last four flags? Yeah. 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 Like, Maybe is, that's, is that culture? So it's the, just is, winning. Exactly. Winning, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Or are they the most winningest team? Yeah. I'm not saying, like, Richmond have, like, knowing some of those blokes like they do have a good culture like Sean Griggs from Richmond I know yeah. some of the things they do but like is your is your culture being like North Melbourne being debt free for the first time in however long like, yeah true like from a playing perspective if I'm able to feel comfortable at the club to express myself in an open forum and to play the way I want to play that's that's what I say That's is as a player yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my culture yeah. but that's different to like the board or the executive who and
1: that, that's tested like, like to North Melbourne to your point with North Melbourne to get Danny Ladley back yeah, down absolutely. there but that's culture right? Yeah. that's the top the very yeah. top saying this is who we are this is how we roll yep. and that's sort of setting the standard so you're spot on like it's not I reckon you're right winning I think by default, people think when you win, that's a good culture. Yeah. But you can still be a winning team and have a shit culture, right? Oh, absolutely. Australian cricket team, yeah, 100%, comes to mind, right? They were back in the day, I'm not a big cricket fan, but you know, those guys were winners, had yeah. been winners all, the time. and I suppose that's why they were able to get away with that bad culture for so long because people assume, well, they're winners, so they're good. Mm. But the reality is, the culture was pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty bad.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and. It, the Geelong culture of, as you said, like those 2000 years, like when Geelong started winning flags, like it took them to sit down, look at each other directly and tell them what they thought of each other. Mm. Like that's different to what it is now. Mm. So like um, did they win because they had the right group of people at the right time to win that premiership and then develop their culture Got from there? Mm, yeah. And then has it evolved from having Joel come in at 18 and, and learn and see through that and then see what he identifies as culture? He drives that standard, and, and then Scotty comes in at 2011 and drives his sort of culture. And
1: but learn from someone like yeah Tom, uh, Tom was it Tom Harley? That yeah, Tom Harley. Yeah, this, he, this, was, is, he this, was massive. Yeah, because yeah. I got I got a big question, <clears throat> good uh, like a good question around that. So Tom Harley, I'm not a like I follow my footy, but I'm not mad like these guys. But correct me if I'm wrong. Like Tom Harley, arguably wasn't the best player at Geelong, but he was the best leader. Yeah. So th- that's culture. That's that's having the balls to yeah. not just pick you because most clubs will just get the best player, right? They'll go right. This dude's the leader. Everyone follow him, man. You do more of that shit, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna be good, right? But I think Mac, they did it with Maxwell down at the Pies. You know, yeah. I think that at the time I remember they were. Was, yeah, was Maxwell even in the best twenty-two every week? You know, but his leadership qualities were that important that um, that the culture was built around him and, or whether it be Tom Harley or or, uh, or Maxwell, built around those guys, and the culture builds out from there. Does that sort yeah. of make any yeah, sense? Yeah,
0: definitely. I, I think. Uh, we touched on Tom Harley, like our best clubman Award's called the Tom Harley Award. So if that's yeah. not an everlasting effect of the way you've sort of um, evolved or, or changed the club, like I don't know what it is. He's a CEO of Sydney. Yeah. Sydney yeah. And
1: when you talk about changing the club, we're talking about culture, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Like,
0: yep. So like, I mean, and then like your leadership piece, Matthew Scarlett was one of the best leaders of men on the field, but never had the title of vice captain he was never in the leadership group. Yeah. But because he understood what it took to win like, does leadership cross over? Again, like, does the winningness cross over to leadership and culture? Like, there's there's so many blurry lines, I think, um, when you're talking about culture because you can, like, like where is your – where do you hang your hat? Like, where is it that you go, that's culture or that's culture? Yeah, because you could have
1: the mm. values, but if you're losing every exactly. week, we go, I love yeah, you. Yeah, fucking exactly. Back. Your values yeah. are awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm going
0: over here. Yeah, to yeah, do well, a like, winning beer, you know? Yeah, yeah. it looks good <laughs> on a wall. Like, you've got all these <laughs> fantastic words that mean something, but yeah. you're not winning. Yeah. So – but you've got a great place to be around. Yeah. So where is like- It's a balance. It's, it is. It's, a balance. it's so hard. That's why hard. everyone's trying to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. And in, and as I said, as a player, if I'm comfortable to come into work and be able to say what I think and be able to express how I feel about what this team should be doing and be able to go out and perform, that for me as a player, that's culture. Yep. If you feel, if you feel comfortable in the place, you're able to be who you are without um, sort of- Everyone be going the same line. That, that, that's what culture is as a player. Mm. Um, and again, it, it's fluid and it changes with every other position in a footy club.
2: Yeah, yeah. So that, is that a little bit like the organization, the company, allowing you to do that and everyone's going to have different motivators? Like mm-hmm. we've got our businesses, we've got our you know people, our team members. Is that as a company giving them the platform, identifying what, what motivates them? You know, yourself, Tom, you want to go, you want to do your work, you want to be heard, you want to create a difference. Like a company needs to provide that platform. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? To create that successful culture. Even the
3: apprentice can come in and, and speak up and give them their words and don't feel like that they're doing the wrong thing.
2: Yeah. If, uh, oh, that's creating
3: exactly.
1: culture, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure. 100%. 100%. What about
3: um, leadership?
1: Down at, I feel like... um. <clears throat> stumbled across Big Brother the other night or Celebrity Big Brother and Dane... Dane Beams? Dane Beans, yeah Yeah, is on there. And you know what? When he was talking, I can't remember the specifics, but I remember him talking and the way he spoke, oh, he's a footballer, this guy. You can just tell by the way he delivered his speech, like the, the way that he spoke, you could tell it's, the footballers are instilled with this these leadership qualities from the top to the bottom. And I guess that plays into the culture a bit. Yeah, t- talk to us a little bit about yeah what you've learned around leadership and your what you know, what leadership is to you, I suppose.
0: Um, yeah, so my AFL experience with leadership was I was just <laughs> I was just intrigued by what they said. you walk past the leadership group most Monday mornings they're having their meetings and I was just like I just wonder what they're talking about. <laughs> like I just wanna I just was just intrigued. I was just like, oh, I just- could, I could do that. Yeah, I yeah. could <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 add something. Yeah. In and I was, I think it was like late 2018. I just asked Joel, "I'm like, oh, do you mind if I come in and sit on some meetings and stuff?" Or maybe 2019. No, nah, it's 2019, and he's just like, "Yeah, go for it." And I just sort of started sitting in the meetings and just sort of just listening and just learning and and trying to understand like what they were trying to do to make the club a better better place. And then, um, obviously, there's a voting. And there's a criteria that you have to meet sort of being a leadership group. And and the following year, um, I was voted into the leadership group, which whether or not um, I'm a natural leader with the way I speak or the way I play, um, obviously, I got seen in that light. So for me, leadership um, is first and foremost performing. Like you have to be – you sort of have to have the runs on the board to be a good leader Hmm. um, in a football capacity because if you're not performing week in, week out and driving to be the best in the team, then you're not really leading. Um, so
2: setting, setting the setting example. Setting the example yeah. with the
0: way you hold yourself, yep. um, the way you act around the club. Uh, if Obviously, it's hard to be in the leadership group if you're not in the best 22, uh, if you're not playing to a, a level that's sort of expected of you. Um, so that was, for me, that gave me another sort of extra boost to just try and keep getting better because being sort of seen in that light, um, it sort of makes you... To it the pressure sort of thrusts yeah. you into something mm. that you're a bit uncomfortable with. You sort of have to be able to put yourself out there and be a bit better, because like when chips are down, like these blokes are looking at you.
2: Yeah, the, your peers have put you in that yeah. spot. Yeah, and like Tommy, we want you in that spot because when we need some leadership, yeah, you're our man.
0: Yeah, and, and I still don't uh, see myself as like Joel. Like I'm not Joel. I'm not Pat. I'm not those blokes. Like I'm still quite uh, reserved in my opinion and in some things and I don't verbalize a lot amongst the group, unless we're sort of on the training track. Like I'm quite vocal out there because, you know, the adrenaline's pumping and Mm. just naturally just happens. But um, my, my, my best form of leadership, as I said, is just to be able to perform and just to be able to be reliable and just be honest with the way I play the game myself. And then just honest with the people that are around me. Um, That's what I sort of, value in terms of leadership and the way I sort of try and hang with those older boys who have got far more accolades and done far more in the game than I have. But that's just where I'm at with it at the moment.
1: Are you comfortable um, holding teammates accountable and stuff? Because in our business and stuff, this I'm really, really shit at it. (laughs) I just get awkward and awkward conversations. (laughs) It's just not my cuppa. That's why I got got PK. (laughs) It's just just not my, you know. What about you? Like – are you comfortable holding your teammates accountable yeah. and stuff or is that something you've had to sort of grow in or get used to or it's not or It's not that important?
0: No, nah, that's definitely something – that's a massive growth area for me. Um, I, what I've found is I'm quite awkward and oh, – Welcome to the no, team. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm awkward Sorry, in, front of, in front of big crowds. Like if I'm talking to the entire group and I'm trying to convey a message, I'm really bad. I just get rushed and I get flustered and I just don't deliver what I'm trying to say. Yep. Uh, my my biggest strength <laughs> <Translate me. laughs> my biggest strength is being able to sit down with somebody one on one and go through those things and and again like relationships for me is massive so I've got to be able to like know somebody mm. if I'm gonna have that awkward conversation before just being up there and say look look I'm Tom Stewart this is what I think you guys have to do it yeah. that's not what I believe is the right way to go about it yeah so I I like to yeah I'm, I'm I'm I think my strength is being able to build a relationship and then have that conversation at the at the right times at the appropriate times yep. because if you're constantly Belittling or bashing somebody for what they're doing wrong, like they're never gonna like respect you. They're never gonna like you. Yeah, yeah. And I, know, I, I, I can't tell again. you do this, do this, do this without you know at least hearing what he has to say, understanding where he's come from, what he's been through, and why he's feeling the way he's feeling. So yeah. that that's that's my uh, that's what I think my strength is is being yeah. able to relate to those younger boys as well because I'm sort of in that middle age bracket, and then be able to sort of be the conduit with them the and the older boys. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I, that's where I found my sort of niche at this point in time. So you've in got
3: that, to be a teacher as well as a leader, I guess, where you are right now?
0: A little bit, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Um, and that's that's something that's new to me as well is because yes. things for me in football were just like very simple. The game is simple to me. Mm. Um, I've had to become a bit more articulate with the way I talk about the game and the way I can sort of engage with blokes who may not understand it as well as I do or as well as some of the older boys do. Mm. So that's something as well that's quite fluid is being able to – to speak to your audience and understand what they need to hear, whether it's the like you sort of got to aim it at the the dumbest bloke in the room. Mm. Um, and that's what I struggle with because I just, in my head, it makes sense, but it might not make sense to anybody
3: else. That's the thing I get told every day, all day. <laughs> because I, I like, for me, things are so simple I can see a detail or something that should have been picked up at frame stage, but it's me not articulating it to the guys earlier. And that's yeah. when mistakes happen. And it's so hard to write a playbook for these guys, and so they can read it. It's all in my head, so that's what I struggle with too. But I guess for AFL, there is no playbook either for every because everyone's so different. They learn differently.
0: Yeah, and everyone has such a different skill set. Yeah. So personalities, different 40, personalities. Forty-four is there yeah, on the list. I think 40 we've got forty-four dudes, yeah. you
3: know, like forty-four different guys learning something differently.
0: Yeah, and you're not all going to get along either.
1: How does that? How do you deal with? Yeah, how does that all play out? Like the conflict between you know. Yeah, no conflict blokes. down
0: the. <laughs> 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 oh, Talking no seriously, like we are extremely lucky. Like we have a really good group of blokes. It's got to be
3: one bloke that you're all behind. <laughs> <to laughs> He's
2: not going to tell you
3: anyway. <laughs> it's that mad supporter there <laughs> <laughs> up, up in the pivot. Is
0: it the pivot room?
3: <laughs>
1: Gets drunk. In the pivot
0: yeah. no, We we are very lucky. Um, there's not many dickheads at our club. Mm. Um, That's
1: probably by design.
0: Yeah, potentially. Yeah, potentially. But. um it's it's the it's law of, like, numbers. You're not going to get along with everybody. Yeah. Like, you're going to have difference of opinion, but to be able to find a common ground and say, right, I'm wearing this jumper, you're wearing that jumper, like, let's work together. We want the same yeah, thing. We, everyone wants the same thing. And obviously, people's motivators are different. Some people might want to be the greatest player of all time. Some people might want to just collect a check. But you've got to sort of find that common ground and be able to work together. Otherwise, you are going to falter and fall apart.
2: Hmm. Yeah, 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 100%. 100%.
3: That 100%. comes back to the culture, I guess, like – bringing in the right people. We say that all the time. You've got to bring the right people into your team, your cult, or your, your organisation to bring success, whether that be get the best jobs in the you know that are out there or win premises But it's not so. even
1: into your team or your organisation. It's just in life, right? In life. You, you look around, there's a, there's a saying, I'll butcher it like normal. Yeah, Who you're an average of who you surround yourself with sort of thing. So, it's, so, you know, if you find yourself in a bit of a shitty situation just out behind the hoarding or, you know, in the cubicle and, you, and you're not happy and you look around – Probably, you know, the people that you're knocking around with is gonna, you know, He's a good place to start, yeah. you know, because it all it does, doesn't it? it? Comes down to your influences and the people, whether it be in business, footy, life, or whatever. That's mm. a yeah, common yes. theme we keep.
0: We and these are things you yeah. sort of dip into as well. It's where you want to put your attention or put your energy into.
1: Yeah, or yeah. accept it as well, because yeah, you exactly can look around accepted. and go, yeah, oh, yeah, "Yeah, he's a bit of a dickhead, but I like yeah, yeah. yeah. you know? <laughs> him. He's good. Laugh. He's pretty yeah. funny, you know what exactly. I mean? But and and then having the goal to go, I really want to you know make a change or whatever it be in the business and then making that change going you know what he is funny I do like him but it's he's not conducive to where I'm trying to get to and then making those changes isn't it if you keep doing the same shit expect different results that's going mad
0: bloody hard too like yeah it's easy of, said than done yeah, exactly yeah, that's the whole point it is, isn't it it's so hard there's so many factors that come into it but again it, it comes back to what your why is and that's, yeah, that's, a, yeah, that's spot the one big on. thing is if, if you've got obviously you've got your goals and the things that you're aspiring to be and then you break those down and there's something that's not working. It's like, well, is that blocking Your why is strong why enough. Why yeah. do I have to divert mm. to go around that to get to where mm. I want to be? So um, I think personally for me, if, if it doesn't align to what I'm trying to do, it's pretty easy for me to get rid of it because I know what my why is. I know what I'm trying to achieve. So, Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah 100%. The bit, the bit I liked out of that was Instead of just standing up top and barking, This is what I think, you, you take the time to get to know people, you know, and if you get to know people, if you want to send a message to them, it's gonna it's 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 gonna find its mark, yeah. isn't it? You know, you're sitting a young young fella down rather than rocking and going, I'm Tom Stewart, this is what I think you need to do. Three in five. <laughs> yeah. <pretty awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> With Wanganin and, and what's his face? Yeah. yeah. But that's what I learned as well,
0: because like coming back to the whole Scarlow piece is yeah, like he... He, we had a relationship and then he believed in me
2: yeah so he
0: because we had that relationship and he told me that he had this belief in me yeah he told me some hard truths along the way yeah but because I knew that he had belief in me and he had trust in me yes it made definitely. me work harder yeah.
2: he he'd, he'd taken the time to connect with you exactly so when he did actually give feedback in, in his
0: own way it, he connected
2: with it me. hit but the mark exactly yeah yeah
0: so you, you can't just you can't just tell people this is what I think you should do yeah You don't know them from a bar of soap
2: yeah that's right and that's and that's interesting isn't it because there's lots of different you know whether you're GM or footy CEO, all these sort of guys like you can stand up and sort of you know send the message out there. But unless you unless you're genuinely connecting with these people and and they're buying into what you're saying, it's sort of going to be on probably deaf ears.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. And I think that's where the world as a whole is evolving as well. It's like it used to be right. I'm the boss. You do as I say. Yeah. And and that's where footy's changed. It's like we're all like it's a bit more of a collaboration effect where people are working together. You get to know the CEO. You get to know the GM of footy and you sort of start to understand what people are aligning themselves with and why you're doing your things that you're doing mm. instead of just saying this is our goal these are our targets let's meet them otherwise tick or cross yeah the world's just evolving in that respect and you've just got to sort of catch up
2: yeah correct and that's where i guess as a whole organization that why needs to be needs to be the same it does so straight from the top down you know for yourselves you need to go well, well, hawk you know he's he's travelling in that direction we're travelling with him yep. and 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 we're all doing it together Absolutely. Yeah. Love it, love it. I guess what um you know, you're in you're in your career right now. Footy doesn't last forever. It doesn't. You know, you're on the tools, you had a taste of that. You told <laughs> you told us you friggin' hate it. Oh, you're hiring you hiring? Yeah, I'm hiring. <laughs> I got a, a few years left. I'm only twenty <laughs> No, so no, no, and I'm definitely I'm definitely not selling you short, but does you know, do you start to think, you know, do you love, you know, you're going you know you're having a very successful career and it's going to be even more successful as the years go on but i guess is there a bit of footy that you really love is it coaching or is it media or is it <laughs> not you know media. <laughs> oh you never <laughs> not know media you never nah, know that, once this blows up but 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 is i guess is there a part of it that you know the little bit way back in your head you go well you know what once i do get to close to the end is there a part of football that i want to keep keep doing i want to maybe keep coaching or bringing you know development bringing the young guys through like is there a you know a love there other than kicking the yeah. pig, pig skin
0: yeah that there that, that it's certainly a, a, again it's a, it's an ever changing um Situation that I'm in because I've had exposure to a lot of great things in my career. I've I've coached the AFLW for two years. Yes, so I've actually coached a, a professional team. I didn't know that one. Yes, yeah, so I coached the AFLW yeah. in uh, 2019, uh, 2018, and 2019. So you're the senior coach. I was the line coach. I was a backline coach. Okay, yep, yeah. Awesome. So yep. I had in their their first year, their first game. I like I was a part of it. So to be a part of that and to see that journey and and learn again, talking about like talking to the, like some inexperienced players, like being able to articulate myself to girls who have been playing basketball or netball Mm. freak athletes I had to learn that through them yeah that's that was that exposure to work with those girls was brilliant for me because it did sort of it took me back to when I was starting to play footy and why you love the game and and the things you go after so the coaching side of it is something that really intrigues me because um, I feel as though it's somewhere I can have an impact and it's it's a place where I'm not aiming my goal isn't to be a senior coach I I couldn't do it I don't think I have the personality Mm. for that but if I could um, be like a, a development VFL crossover coach or, or an assistant coach or a, or an academy coach. Like that's where I think I'd have my best impact. Um, and that could change. I could That could change next year. I could be like, no, nah, I don't think I want to stay in footy. But at this moment, that's where I'm sort of working towards. Um, I've done my level two coaches accreditation. Um, I'm going to do a few things with our, our great mate Wertho throughout the year. Shout out. Shout out to Wertho. Big dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it, I just think that space um, – Again, being the conduit between like the academy and the senior group, I feel as though I can really work well in there. Um, and and whether there's scope for that or whether there's a place in the market for that sort of thing, that's that's what I'm aiming to do.
1: So the nail bags staying, uh, staying going, on the hook. Uh, Sorry, uh, mate. Sorry, <laughs> man. sold all my tools today. I got <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What were you running? Makita or DeWalt? No, it was Makita. You're Makita. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. After Makita's.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Milwaukee, yeah, it's it's big, just and Milwaukee. Just keep him on the field, boys. As well. He's <laughs> staying. On the yeah, field. Well, there's obviously a lot
2: more to be achieved. Oh, I heard you boys chatting before. You know, you're, you're pretty pumped with pretty pumped with where you guys are at. There's a lot of lot of lot of good talent coming through. Yeah, it's heaps. Strong. Heaps. Heaps,
0: mate. Um, I'm just chomping at the bit because I haven't played footy in months, so yeah, I'm just yeah. ready to get back and be a footballer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been obviously, as I said pre-show, it's been awesome to be a dad, but. I get paid to play footy, and yeah, I'm pretty yeah. keen to do that. <laughs> yeah, Especially after the year, the
2: way it finished, I'm, uh, yeah, i itching, itching to go to do your bit. I might, uh, I might check out the odds for Tom Stewart-Brown though nah, No, don't do that. Oi. Defender, <laughs> big. I reckon. Don't oh. put the pressure on him, but maybe nah, the card nah, no. Maybe like, another card you are back. Let's just focus on getting back round one. Yeah, yeah. yeah nah, good so no, good man.
0: So no, no niggling, no niggling yeah. injuries or anything. You're, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm healthy now. Fit? I did have a broken foot for a while, but I'm all good now. Wonderful. Yeah. So, well,
3: would you have played the grand final if we got there? Yes, you would have. Yep. With the foot. So the, the bit of a, yeah, so Tommy went down what six weeks before the granny?
0: Yeah, so the lead of the week leading up to round 22.
3: And and the injury you sustained was a 12-week injury or something ridiculous?
0: Yeah, was, yeah, 12 to 16 weeks, yeah.
3: And there was a chance he still could have played in the grand final if we got there.
0: Yeah. I so, was I was going to whether or not that was the right decision for my future. Um again, having <laughs> the experience that I had and Knowing that I could help the team, I just I, I couldn't not try. Um, so you were
1: prepared to make a sacrifice. Yeah. Longevity. Yeah. So I flew over for that one day. Yeah. The- I flew
0: over to Perth with the team, rehabbed in Perth with the team, didn't play a game. Yeah. Um, and to see it all unfold, obviously it was really disappointing. Um, but I had I I couldn't in myself sit there and not at least try. Yeah. Um, and that's just what I had to do. Would it be
3: your
2: call? Was it? It was if, my call. Yeah. It was your call to play the granny. Yeah, Scotty yes.
0: said if you're if you're if you fit, you're playing. Like it's up to you. If you're fit,
2: wow, well, you got a spot. You got a spot if you want it. Yeah, yeah, Because
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously, like we live together. Like we we're in a hotel. Yeah. Like, you walk past him every day, every meal. Like, how are you going? What's going on? Yeah, yeah mate. Good. Keep moving forward. Yep. And mm. he just said, "Look, if you fit, you're playing." Yeah.
1: There was someone that played against the Pies back in the day in a grand final with a
0: Stevie J. Yeah, yeah with, J. The, I knew with it. The Yeah, And he had the
3: freaking was it the knee
2: or the foot? A couple yeah. of jabs in the knee. And then he, yeah, yeah. he did so he what, win? Was then? that the foot for jumping the? Nah, the no, talking puppet. <laughs> is that one? That, well, that was but, well back. Oh, Sorry, go. Stevie. Good, good Wangaratta boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you guys, you guys, Coast, you guys it, won
1: too, yeah. Yeah, we well, yeah, won. Yeah. So, yeah. That yeah. was against
3: the Pies, was not it? Yeah, four goals. Tommy
1: Hawkins yeah, it stood shit, up. Pisses me off. Order. Yeah, Tommy Tommy pisses. Hawkins. I remember <laughs> it pissing me off, man. Like, because he's coming in the footy. He's like, he's no chance, you know. And he comes in, lights it up, dominated, turns the game. Did you yeah. win the Norm? I think he won the Norm. I think he won. Yeah, he won the Norm with the foot.
3: That's his nickname now. is isn't They call him calls himself Norm up there. Yeah,
0: yeah. He orders coffees and said, "Yeah, my name's Norm." Yeah, yeah. And Hawkins had one out of.
3: One <laughs> out of the bag, Hawkins.
1: Dominator was on that day.
0: Ah, Salad so a good game, yeah, that was yeah. A good one. Yeah, yeah, I fuck, like fuck it, fuck you, Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Go <to> the pies, <laughs>
2: um, guys. Anything else before we? Give it to...
3: Oh, mate, I could, I could talk for hours, but yeah, we're not yeah. a footy podcast. <laughs>
2: anything,
0: anything you want to... Anything.
2: I'll give you one free-range question. Sonny's. No, one free-range question. Oh, All right, one oh.
3: free-range. It would be... Uh, you get this, probably, big
2: E. Zoom in, big not, It's
3: probably not for the listeners, but it's for a mate of mine, Steve. He wants you to give me the best Sunbury player to play at Geelong. <laughs> the
0: That's a best hard one. Sunbury <laughs> player to play at Geelong. Well, we were talking about him. So there's James Kelly. Yep. Mark Blitzars, Blitzars and the and the Guthrie brothers,
3: Guthrie brothers, and Dave Johnson.
0: Oh, Dave John, I forgot about him. Yeah, um, Kelly. What? Oh, James, oh no, I'm saying James Kelly. James Kelly's um, been the most successful. James Kelly's won three flags. Cam Guthrie, three hundred gamer, three hundred gamer. Two Cam Guthrie's a, a cardigan medalist. Mark Blitzars is a two, two times. times. Oh, 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 oh.
2: Oh, it actually is a good question?
0: But yeah, the f- nah,
1: but I think the flat the flag. I think the flags, like, the flags, really, Yeah, flags, and he's Trump. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Michael and he's, Jordan and says, he's yeah. come back to the club as a coach. So yeah, Cal, you were definitely.
3: Oh, hey, awesome.
1: hey,
2: oh Cal! Cal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great question, Dan. Um, anything else you want to you want to shout out, mate? Before no. we go, we've loved it. Thanks, mate. Really me, guys. good. I really appreciate yeah, it. Also, awesome, mate, and all the best coming year as well. We'll Thanks be we'll much. be watching out. I might have a sneaky. R.G. Grace. No, no doubt. <laughs> I, I
3: reckon we can get him. I reckon we can Probably almost day. get him to swap. Yeah, you reckon he's coming across oh, well, the camp. Oh, the Hawks aren't doing much. Yeah, big jump. Massive jump. Oh, it's a massive jump. Well, about. our next guest did
2: the big jump. <laughs> yeah, jump. jump. Oh, jump Who's well, this? Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Hawks. <laughs> oh, oh. no, don't let the On the down low. No, no, it'll be a hard one bringing me across, but I like winning. So you've got that going for
0: you. You guys had a good
2: era, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've got nothing to complain about. Nothing to complain about. But yeah, we said- I've got two girls, two boys, my wife's Geelong, I'm Hawks. I said, you can have the girls, but the boys are Hawks. Blue and white, mate. Yeah,
0: whatever. Better colours. <laughs> Much All better right. colours.
2: All right, guys, let's uh, wrap it up. That's a wrap. Thanks again, man. Um, Thank you. Please like, share, subscribe, guys, wherever wherever you're listening or you're watching, please uh, like, share, subscribe. Um, that's it, guys. Till next time, see you at the top. You. <laughs>